Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Ballard. Hello, and you're very welcome to today's episode. This is Alvern. We'll be looking at the ultimate Google Spreadsheet calendar template. Are you ready? So Betty needed a flexible way to keep on top of her marketing content. So she wondered if there was a Google spreadsheet calendar template that's versatile enough to help her. You see, like many entrepreneurs and small business owners, Betty had a lot on her plate. Can you relate? (laughs) She also knew that grabbing a regular freebie calendar that she found online may require too much customization. What she needed is a calendar or editorial calendar developed for marketers by a marketer who understood the importance of editorial calendars. Let me know if you can relate to any of these points. You've used dozens of tools to map out your promotion calendar without success. Your planner, who likes to map things out, like me, weeks and months in advance. If you get an idea for content 12 to 24 months in advance, you'd like to put it in the calendar and forget about it for now. You've searched high and low for the perfect editorial calendar, but none was perfect. If only there was a calendar that'll help you develop content ideas for the next three to five years successfully. I know, three to five years. In this episode, you'll learn how to customize your very own editorial calendar. You'll also get the opportunity to grab the best Google spreadsheet calendar template on the market. Are you ready? Okay. So what is an editorial calendar anyway? In case you've never heard the term before, let me explain what an editorial calendar is. It is also known as a publishing schedule. It is normally used by bloggers, teams, small businesses, as well as an editorial team to manage and control the publication of content. This content is published across various platforms like a blog, magazine, newsletter, social media, etc. One reason why people use an editorial calendar is that they have a team of people producing content. I'm talking about a lot of content. So if you're just producing a blog, you might not need one, but some people prefer to use an editorial calendar for a blog so that when they hire on staff, they can do that. But if, say, for example, you are Huffington Post and you publish a lot of content, sometimes two to three pieces of articles every day, plus you've got an email list, Plus, you publish the social media and all the things. Other team members, for for example, they'll have graphic designers, video producers, copywriters, photographers, and editors. Other teams include social media managers and at least one marketing strategist. The bigger team, the bigger the team, the higher the need for a single source of truth or a central repository. If everything is not in one location, then it gets difficult to manage the content effectively. So in other words, you can think of having maybe 10 people on a team and you have, everybody has a spreadsheet managing their aspects or managing the videos or managing social media or managing the newsletter or managing, um, say for example, a blog. And everybody has their own single source of truth or their own version of the truth. Uh, Can you imagine how chaotic that is? That's why editorial calendars were invented, so that it's a single source of truth with all the aspects across the different promotion channels in one single place. 
content. Everybody still owns it, their section of that content, whether it be a blog, the videos for YouTube, for example, um, the newsletter, social media, um, you know, TikTok reels, YouTube shorts, you name it. So at the end of the day, the aim of creating an editorial calendar is for the purpose of content marketing. So before investing time and energy in developing one, it's important to look at the content marketing statistics to see if it's actually worth the while for you to get involved. According to AHRFs, 82% of marketers are invested investing in content marketing. 51% of businesses that invest in content marketing publish content daily. Interestingly, 60% of marketers report that content marketing generates leads for their business. Blog research conducted by HubSpot said that 48% of companies who leverage content marketing use blogging. Also, 60% of marketers say that they measure content marketing success through sales. When it comes to content formats, the number one content type on the list is video. The Content Marketing Institute conducted research that showed that many marketers are planning to increase their spending on video this year. That's not surprising. With YouTube shows, Reels, TikTok, and all the other things, you can understand why. What's even more interesting is that 80% of marketers surveyed said they use content marketing to build awareness and credibility. After video content, the area with increased spending for marketers is events. As you know, you know everything that's happening in the world they have all different kinds of events. You've got in-person, the hybrid version, and then the virtual. So let's get a customer journey or spend some time looking at a customer journey. When developing an editorial calendar, it's important to take into account the customer journey. As I mentioned previously, 80% of content marketing is used to grow awareness and develop credibility. So how do you plan to grow awareness with your audience or even build credibility? Here's an example of the customer journey in case you've never seen it before. I've included a screenshot of this in the show notes. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash EP225. The stages are awareness, interest, consideration, conversion, retention. As you can uh, as you can see at the very top of this diagram, which is a funnel, you'll notice that the start of the journey is awareness. This is where your audience gets to know who you are, what you are offering. You can call this the appetizer stage. I love to call it the appetizer stage. They become aware of your existence. That's why it's called the awareness phase. Credibility developed with credibility is developed when you deliver value to them. This can be achieved at the st- all the other stages in the customer journey. For example, the interest, the consideration, the conversion, the retention. Did you notice or hear the content marketing elements at each stage of the funnel? Let me tell it to you. So at awareness, we've got images, short videos, as in YouTube shorts, reels, um, TikTok videos, and GIFs. At the interest stage, you've got blogs, longer videos, and podcasts. At the consideration stage, you've got webinars, case studies, and testimonials, or yeah, testimonials, I suppose, video testimonials. And then at the conversion stage, you've got case studies, masterclass, five-day challenge, and retargeting. And finally, at retention stage, you've got reviews, rewards, and discounts. So do you see why having an editorial calendar is important? How can you cover content for all the different phases of a customer journey when you don't have an editorial calendar? So what makes a good editorial calendar anyway? Before looking at all of the things available on the market to develop your own custom calendar, let's look at what each of them needs to have as a standard to qualify. 
As I mentioned previously, when you're working with a wider team, you'll need a central repository for your content. So here's a list of items that your editorial calendar should contain. A central place to manage all of your content, the ability to quickly map out to the mix of content, ease of use, because you don't want anybody to get a PhD degree just to learn how to use the editorial calendar. I mean, that would be useless, wouldn't it? Ability to protect content from being edited, reasonably priced or low cost, flexibility and make it your own, ability to restrict access, adjust the view to view only um, or to see only specific months or years, and external integrations. I mean, how could anybody have an editorial calendar without external integrations where you can push the content out somewhere? You're probably expecting, or you probably were expecting to see or hear a lot more complex requirements, but keeping it simple makes it easy for the team. The best thing about Google's spreadsheet calendar template is that you have, you can have it up and running really quickly. This is because there isn't a steep learning curve. So does Google spreadsheet template calendar meet all of the items on the list? Well, let's take a, let's peel back the layers and see how it works with Google. A central place, as I mentioned previously, having a central place to store all of your content is one of the keys to setting up an editorial calendar. A Google spreadsheet, uh, you can organize your content by weeks, months, and years, and it's all central because everyone has access to um, all of the Google tools. And number two, we've got mapping out 13 weeks of content. So one of the easiest ways to get, have the content published daily for your business is to map it out, map it out, create it, schedule it. Well, at least once it's mapped out, then you can get someone else to do the scheduling. It gives you a 10,000 foot view of your buyer's journey and how your content resonates with at each stage of that journey. So you can look at, the, at a glance at a, a, an entire quarter, 13 weeks, and make sure that you've got YouTube shorts or even um, reels, TikTok videos, you've got GIFs, memes, if that's part of your brand. You've got case studies, you've got probably a five-day challenge, a masterclass, because you're going to be launching every quarter. Uh, you've got a blog, you've got podcasts, you know, all of the things that help grow that know, like, and trust factor as you build and grow in your business. Another great benefit is the ability to launch your offers every quarter and grow your revenue. So, as you can see and hear, this editorial calendar gives you the ability to map out content across 11 different platforms. And if you head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP225, you'll see a screenshot of the, of the um, editorial calendar by week. So, for example, I've got blog, events, a vlog, podcast, IG posts, IG stories, IG reels, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube shorts, and newsletter. Ease of use is up at number three. A Google spreadsheet calendar template is easy to use because you can copy content from an external source into the sheet. You can easily fill in the blanks as the content inspiration comes to your mind. Notice how you can you sort of see everything at a, at a glance. For example, if your topic is specific for a week, for example, spring cleaning, you, you then everyone on your team can take the topic and adapt or create or develop content for that and in the different formats. So for example, in this particular calendar, I've got five days of spring cleaning, spring clean your kitchen, spring clean your home office, spring clean your wardrobe, spring clean your pantry, and spring clean your car. And straight away, you can see how, if that is your sort of topic of your blog, of your, of your I suppose, of your niche that you are in, um, say for example, DIY or whatever it is, 
how easy it is for everyone else on your team to take that content. So the blog, the person doing the blog can take, write a blog post about sprinkling in your kitchen. The person who does the podcast can record a, a snippet about how to sprinkle in your kitchen. An IG post can be taken and created from that, from both the podcast and from the blog. In IG stories, someone can, you know, create a, a short two-minute video on IG stories about sprinkling in your kitchen. They can, you know, over their shoulder. Reels, they can do about, you know, talk about how um, lazy they are for, for creating a, or even um, developing or cleaning the kitchen, sprinkling your kitchen and tips and tricks because reels are quite short. Same with Facebook. You can create both a post. You can create a cool live on video interview um, uh, someone about, you know, sprinkling in the kitchen. TikTok, same story. You can take the one from the IG Reels and develop a TikTok video for that. YouTube Shorts, same. And then newsletter, you can send out a newsletter to your audience all about sprinkling in your kitchen. And straight away, 13 weeks, well, sorry, one week of content on sprinkling your kitchen and across several different platforms. So notice how the topic idea starts with this particular case with a blog, which then trickles down into all the other areas. In your case, you can switch things up and start with a newsletter and then trickle that down or a YouTube video and then trickle that down. No matter what way you look at it, you start with one topic and it, it sort of explodes <laughs> right in front of your face and everyone gets a sort of a piece of that topic and develops content around that. And you can keep into brand and you know, all of that. And number four, we've got protect protect their content from mishaps. So when you're working with a team, the possibility of human error is multiplied. For this reason, using the, the built-in data protection features in Google Sheets will give you the peace of mind you need to, you know, let the, the team access it without um, running into difficulties. And you can notice how simple it is to protect your data inside of a calendar from accidental donation. Again, I've included screenshots in the show notes. Reasonably priced. A basic Google account gives you access to Google Sheets for free, no problem. Of course, you probably wouldn't have access to the same template I'm referring to. That's why I'm giving you the opportunity, if you'd like, to ask to grab a copy of that template. It will not it will it may not cost it might be free, but it will not cost it will cost you either time or money to develop your own spreadsheet calendar template. If you are if you like my version, as you can would see in the show notes. You can grab a copy. I've left a link in the in the show notes there. I've included a videos and templates showing you how to make it your own. Um, at number six, make it your own. Surprise, surprise. You have to admit that starting a template from scratch can be quite daunting. However, taking an existing template and adjusting it to suit your needs, since it's developed for marketers by a marketer herself, the one thing about Google Spreadsheet that makes it different from other platforms like, say, for example, Schedule or MeetEgger is the flexibility. If you want a five-day week, then delete the extra columns. You also have the ability to hide past or future months or even years. You will notice that my uh, calendar template actually comes with five years, 2022, 2023, 24. 25, 26, five years for you to use if you'd like to develop five years of content. If you want to design to match your brand and have the ability to, do you have the ability to change your fonts and the colors to match your brand? At number seven, we've got restrict access. It might be the case that not everyone on your team will need access to edit the content. The beauty of this Google spreadsheet calendar template is that you can grant view only access you can also give access to a lot of people to comment only 
or maybe just give them full editing rights. You, it's the world is your oyster. You decide what you want to do. Number eight, we've got adjust the view. So another clever aspect of this calendar template is that you can adjust the view to only see the current year. You can reduce the clutter by hiding sheets that you're not working on right now. So you'll notice uh, in the template that I've created, I have hidden two, about eaten one or two, about 10, 12, 22 months of uh, of um, content or even calendar template. So when you go in, you would see 2022, for example, and then all of the months, January to December, are not displayed automatically. The sheets are all hidden because it's this is a robust, huge calendar that can take content for years and years to come. So think, of, think about it this way. You have the month, you've got a year, you've got a month, and then I've broken it down where you can actually access the calendar week by week. So it's huge. But the most important thing, it works. It's simple and it works. Um, you have the ability to work on the future content as well. So sometimes you get an idea. Why not focus? Most marketing departments would plan a whole quarter in advance or two quarters in advance. Why not for January next year, 12 months from now, let's do, you know, whatever it is you want to do. Um, and you just map that out and you just hide that month. And then as you get closer and closer to the time, you can adjust to suit. Once you've completed it, you hide the sheet so that you can only see the content for your current month and current week. Number nine, you've got Google uh, Sheets integrations. Because Google is a household name, you'll be happy to hear that there are many established integrations. Having integration with external software means that you have the ability to push data to publishing platforms. Um, here's a list of the software that integrates with Google Sheets. You've got Slack, Salesforce, HubSpot, WordPress, Trello, Zapier, ActiveCampaign, Box.com, ClickUp, and Asana. So it means that once you've developed the content, you can push it, like for example, put it in draft in WordPress, push it out to Asana. Maybe you want to put it out for the rest of the team to access it. Or maybe you just want to put it in a place like a newsletter, like ActiveCampaign, or onto a Trello board, or maybe inside Slack, or even ClickUp. And those tools in turn even integrate with other third-party tools um, that you might use for actual publishing. Social, social media schedulers like Plan allow you to upload content directly from Google Drive, which is great. It's fabulous news because it allows you to upload your images and videos quite easily. It goes without saying that the best way to get the most out of your content marketing is by making a plan. After making a plan, it's important to take action by developing an editorial calendar. You can start promoting your business in as little as four to six weeks just by mapping out everything, you know, in advance. Using tools like Canva to secure and create your social media images will only propel you forward. If you are new to TikTok, um, check out the post or podcast episode that I did outlining how to get started. Again, I've left a link in the show notes, head over to successandscramble.com forward slash two, two, sorry, forward slash EP two, two, five. Be sure to include hashtags and captivating captions. The hardest part of getting it done is getting started. After you start, re remember to remain consistent with your efforts because start, stop is not really a good idea. So over to you. Have you ever created an editorial calendar? 
If yes, what tool did you use to get it created? Head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP225 and leave your comments at the end of the show notes. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.